When it released eight years ago, the original Rage left a mark for its hyper-violence and dark, dreary depiction of the apocalypse. And it pushed hardware to its limits. Here, with Rage 2, Avalanche Studios, working with id Software, has released an ambitious sequel that hits a lot of the same marks, but has a lighter tone. After more than five hours with the game, SEGC's Justin sat down with the gang to give his impressions. Welcome to the apocalypse. Hello everyone, welcome to SDGC. Um, I am Justin. Um, we have been lucky enough to get a review code for Rage 2. Um, unfortunately, due to, um, due to some time issues, um, I have not been able to complete the game yet. Um, but I wanted to give my first taste impressions of the first five or so hours. So I am joined here today uh, with by Zach and Brandon. Hey, what's up guys? Yeah, what up? And uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about uh, my time starting off the game. Awesome. Yeah, so um, I'm actually a big fan of the original Rage, um, surprisingly. I know that game doesn't have the <laughs> best uh, <laughs> the best track record, um, <laughs> but um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, like, it was Id's take on pseudo-open world, post-apocalyptic, Mad Max stuff. It had a lot going for it, for sure. Yeah, um... And, like, at that point, there was all the talk about id Tech 5, and we all kind of know how that one turned out. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so, like, I thought that game was really cool, um, and I was shocked last year at E3 when we got an announcement for a sequel. And, um, but, yeah, um, I'm playing it so far, and uh, first thing I want to say is that it feels like an id game, even though it's developed by Avalanche, um, and that's high praise um the controls are tight um really good hit reactions really satisfying gunplay um they nailed that aspect of it um their first first person shooter i mean unless you count generation zero but that's like a different team justin well both of you if you if you both know uh when you say this is developed by avalanche i was under the impression it was co-developed by both is it is it avalanche in the lead here yes uh it i think it was in a consultation role my um, guess is like eighty twenty. Yeah, sure. If that, like, um, yeah, it, it is the Mad Max. 10. It is the Mad Max team that yeah is doing um is doing Rage. It's just also running on their new um the new internal engine for um for Avalanche uh the Apex engine. Um, gotcha. Which I believe uh, Generation Zero is also on. Ah, okay. So okay. yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it is an avalanche game. Okay, so you're talking a little bit about how it about it, it feels smooth. Can we kind of talk about um, how did that translate to gunplay and what that impact is on visuals and that sort of thing? Yeah, so um, this game kind of has an interesting breakdown. Uh, there was a blog post from um, Avalanche when the game went gold about how the console versions break down. Um, I am playing on PS4 Pro. Um, we got a PS4 code, I have a Pro, so <laughs> that is the version I have access to. So I can't give impressions to the other ones, but um, just going over the metrics that they gave, uh, the base consoles are targeting 30 FPS, um, but the enhanced consoles are both targeting 1080p, 60 FPS. 
Um, so instead of going for a resolution boost or a visual boost like a lot of other games do for the enhanced consoles, uh, it's going for a frame rate uh, boost, which um, if you guys remember the first Rage, it was one of the first games to really extensively use dynamic resolution and stuff to hit like a consistent 60 fps on consoles even last generation yep and at a, at a pretty big cost at the time too yes right? uh i yep. remember the, i played the ps3 version which was especially uh especially rough for uh sure. the first rage i remember there was one time i played a level for 10 minutes before the textures loaded i thought it was Great. just like a weird looking level <laughs> and then it was like oh there the textures are um yeah, and I remember sometimes like the resolution that's, would drop so uh, much. Yeah, that's that's very uh, similar to Rage One. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I am talking about Rage One. A, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. You turn around in a circle, and it's just like Jesus. Yeah. Where um, where, where are the graphics? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so so that game, uh, it had a very big cost associated with hitting 60 FPS, and you can feel that as well in Rage Two. Um, it's not an attractive game. Uh. That like especially in some of the early areas, like the shadows are like filled with banding and flickering on and off. Uh, oh, weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's jaggy. It's blurry. Resolution. Uh, the texture resolution is really low res. Um, however, it is a big open world game running at a consistent sixty fps, which I think nice. was the right decision for this game, especially with sure. the way it plays. Um, okay. Uh, the Xbox One X version might fare better because um, it is targeting the same resolution and frame rate as the PS4 Pro, and you know it has extra headroom, so it'll just stay right. a little bit more stable. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and performance is very good on the Pro. That was one thing I was skeptical about since it was the same target as a higher, uh, higher performing platform. But um, that's really good. So that holds up really well. You can see the conceits they made for it, and um, they do stand out, and they are kind of distracting at times. Right, um, it's it's solid performance, but at a at a pretty great visual visual loss, right? Yeah, but um, gotcha. one thing that is nice is that uh, the game does have a full field of view um, adjust, uh, and you can toggle motion blur and chromatic aberration. Um, That's nice. Which is nice because um, I like playing with chromatic aberration off, motion blur on. Does and the FOV all like go all the way up to like a PC FOV or is it? Limited? Yeah, it goes pretty high. I think you can go up to like 120. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but like, like to the point where it starts fishing. Yeah. Okay. That's um, good. It, it defaults to 70, um, but I have it up at like 85. Um, nice. But you you can go quite a bit higher than that as well. Nice. So we've talked a little bit about how it performs and, and how it looks, but. Uh, is it fun to play? I feel like that's kind of the big thing that a lot of people want to know, right? Is, is yeah. Are you having fun? Yeah, so um, the combat, like I mentioned before, is excellent. It really does remind me of the first Rage. Um, you've got the awesome enemy reactions um, and animations from the first game. Like, there was one point I threw a grenade, an enemy caught it and threw it back. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. It caught it in midair? Yeah, caught it in midair. Okay, that's cool. I don't think I've ever actually seen a game where an enemy's done that, because obviously they always pick it up off the ground and throw yeah. it back. But. Yeah, no, it, it was cool. I was very taken aback uh, by that one. Like, it was really cool. You I mean, like, like I said, I just, I just saw a gif where he throws a grenade up in the air and hits it like a baseball. Enemies do that, yeah. That is that is one of their uh, 
um, animations. Uh, but, like, the mutants, you know, constantly twist and turn, climb over stuff to get to you. Um, really punchy sound effects, especially, like, the shotgun. Just thunderous uh, shotgun. That's good, yeah. I like that. Thunderous shotgun. Okay, now we're talking. Um, can, and the, can the way you the weapon... We- oh, go ahead. Sorry. One cool thing about the weapons is, like... They do have alt fire stuff, but it's more just hip fire versus ADS. Um, and like, did some, Rage One have alternate fire at all? I can't remember. It's been eight years. I I honestly couldn't tell. I, you. I remember there was there was alternate like ammo types, but I can't remember yeah, I, if there was actual alternate fire. Yeah, my memory of the combat of Rage is pretty bad at this point. Um, but uh, yeah. So, but how how they implemented it here is really cool because. Like the original Rage, it does have ADS, um, unlike something like Doom. Um, however, hip fire is still extremely effective. So basically, how they um, how they how they separated it out is like ADS on certain weapons is actually like an alt fire mode. So oh, cool. Yeah. So like your basic pistol is like burst fire when you hip fire it, single shot when you aim down sights. Isn't that's how Doom did it? Yeah. Wasn't? Yeah. I think uh, so. So, with, yeah, with the pistol, yeah, at least, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the shotgun, like, you know, hip firing it, standard, you know, shotgun with widespread. But when you ADS, it takes a second to charge up and it collapses everything into, like, a slug. <laughs> Ooh. So you can, like, you can, like, break through enemy armor and stuff using that. That's pretty cool. So we talked a little about the guns and, and what it's like to move around, but can you talk to me about like what the moment-to-moment structure of the game is? Is it? I mean, I know it's not linear; it's, it's open world. But how do you get from place to place? Is it there's Ghost Recon Wildlands where you can kind of go and do anything, or um, you know, Avalanche's last game, Mad Max, kind of drove you to these specific spots in its open world? What's it? What's it play like? So uh, this is kind of where it gets strange. Like there is a tutorial mission that is you know standard linear mission. That actually reminded me a lot of, like, Far Cry Blood Dragon in tone. Um, it's a very 80s-style, like, cyber-futuristic... Uh, so, that, yeah, they're establishing their, like, yeah. tone of humor right from the start. like that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the game just, like, vom- after you finish that, the game just, like, vomits a bunch of exposition at you. Great. Um, just which, like Rage 1. <laughs> yeah, but, like... Unfortunately, that was where I ran into a bunch of bugs because a very important character is talking to you and telling you basically the setup for the whole game. And like mid sentence, the dialogue just cuts out. Oof. And yeah, so, that's rough. That's yeah, that's that's kind of an unacceptable bug in an open world. And game, like right? it like that that is telling you what your goal for the entire game is. And yeah, I had, so, like, what do you have to do after that? Like, go look so, it up on YouTube? Yeah, I had to restart the checkpoint, and thankfully it played normally. And then I did, the like, a thing that she told me to do, went back, and then she started talking again, and then it did the same thing. So I had to load the checkpoint again to get it. Yikes. So the game's kind of buggy. Um, I've also seen a lot of enemies, like, rub, running into walls <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, Do you think this is something? Has the game patched at all? Like I know Days Gone had a similar thing where during the yeah. review period it was it had issues. Has the game updated at all on you yet? Um, not since I've downloaded it, but like I said, I just downloaded it uh, last okay. night as of when we're recording this. But it is version one point oh two. Okay, so, interesting. Um, I don't know if there are other patches coming. Um, 
I imagine it'll probably be supported for a bit after launch. Yeah, they I know have, they've their actually... content roadmap is pretty crazy for a single-player game. Yeah, yeah. So there actually is a content roadmap. So there are updates coming. I don't know about when it will be for release date. Um, prop, you know, um, they have it. I mean, on the roadmap, they had spe- it says nothing more than day thirty update. So one would assume that's like bug fixes and balance changes. Okay, cool. Yeah. So after that point, um, after that conversation with that character, uh, the game just lets you go. You can go anywhere. Um, awesome. You you get your car, and then the game just lets you go wherever you want. Um, the only does the car one sec, does the car have a name like the Magnus the Magnum Opus in Mad Max? It, it's um, it's like the Paradox or something like that. Okay, it okay, does so have it a does. name. That's all yeah, I need okay. to know. It, it does have a name. Named it. it has a name Great. and it starts with a P. Um, Great, but I mean Great. you can you can find other vehicles and then you can upgrade those independently as well. But um, so far everyone I found really sucks compared to the basic one that you get. Um. But, like, if you want to collect the cars and stuff, you, you can do that. Um, so, so, basically, after the game lets you go, like, there's three points marked, and there are three people that you have to meet to, you know, progress the story. And you can do them in any order, and then anything along the way you can stop and do. Like, the entire map is open immediately. I was just going to ask that, yeah. So it's not um, like GTA 3 where they're, like, you know, <laughs> unlock sections of the bridge. No, and um, like the map itself is very big, but the car is so fast that like getting across it is very, very quick. Uh. And so, so far, does it? I mean, obviously, you mentioned it kind of has an '80s feel. Like it, it is not as self-serious as the original Rages. Uh, does it feel like the story is definitely taking a back seat here? Like, does it feel like they're just, you know, does the story just a backdrop for you to justify shooting a bunch of people in a really cool way? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like and that's every okay. like story beat, like it's like everybody is like rushing to get out the lines they have to do, so you yeah. can get back to blowing stuff up. Does it um, does it feel a little like is the story stuff hitting pretty flat, or are the characters flat? Is there interesting characters so far? No, without spoiling uh, much. Like uh, so, that's, that's to be expected. Yeah, me. so far like the intro is just oh the authority is back, oh and then it's like oh we need to do stuff to take out the authority. And then this, that's it. This is a canonical sequel to Rage. Yes, it, it is. Okay. It's like yeah. about 50 years after Rage, I think. Okay. Um, so th- one thing that is kind of cool is like all the arcs at the end of the first game came up and a lot of other people came out. So now there's like a split between people that have like grown up in the wasteland and people that are from the arcs and then their kids. So um, Fallout 4? <laughs> yeah. And then there's also like... Um, like you can track down the arcs and you can open them up and that's how you get like suit uh power upgrades for your suit and gotcha. as well as new weapons and stuff. So when you say power upgrades that makes me think that the game's going to have a whole bunch of loot mechanics and, and upgrade bars and and skill trees is that is that here? Are there so, skill trees? So loot stuff? No. Um, okay. The enemies just drop ammo and health. Yeah, enemies just drop ammo uh when you get a weapon that's just the weapon. Like, okay. I got the shotgun. I have the shotgun now. Um, it's not like I'm going to be, you know, grinding out boss fights to get, like, a better shotgun kind of thing. Um, okay. However, like, this is kind of like the downside of it opening up the whole world right away is that the game is just throwing so many different types of currencies and upgrade items 
at you so fast. Like like crafting, you have to craft them, or is it at kind, a shop in kind the of? Towns? It's like every single like on your menu for upgrades. It's every single one is like an entirely separate currency and way that you have to unlock the upgrades. Oof. And there's That's... a lot of different types. So like on some you have to spend. Like, within the first two hours of playing, I was introduced to Feltrite, Feltrite cores, m just regular cash, um, art cores, uh, mutant spores, uh, life spores, auto parts, uh, and then there's others, too, uh, weapon cores. Uh, oh, boy. Like... <laughs> So um, well, I'm curious, and you know, the, the tra you can't get a good idea from the, of this from the trailers. But like, I was wondering how much you know, like the balance between weapons and powers. Like, is it going to be fifty-fifty where you're like shooting people and then you know, like doing a cooldown ability and then going back to shooting? Um. So so far, like, I don't have too many of the the abilities. I only have one of the like active abilities, and it has a pretty long cooldown. Um, it is neat. It's like, called... Uh, okay, what, what's long in context? It's like 25 30. seconds, but given okay, how... Yeah, like 30 seconds. Given the, like, speed of this game in yeah, combat, exactly. it feels... That 30 seconds, yeah. That's like, long. I mean, the, the battle is over in 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, and it's a move called Shatter, where you basically... It's basically a force push. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen that from the trailers. Yeah, that, they, they say talk to the hand or whatever. Yeah, so, like, the other abilities I've gotten are... Um, the defibrillator uh, mini game returns uh, from when the first rage. Yeah, so when you die, like what? you have like you have to time your button presses, and then depending on how many of them you get, will determine how much health you get revived with. Hmm. And That's then, um, sure. then a double jump, and then a dash um, for like dodging, and you can use it. Okay, in the so air. How, yeah, how far do you get sent back if you fail the mini game? Not not far. Like the checkpoint system is good. Oh yeah, like there's checkpoints everywhere. Like okay. that's that's the other thing about the open world is that like because like even though stuff may look far apart because the car is so fast, you can get between things within seconds. Sure. And like every time you get within like one of the points of interest, it's a checkpoint. So gotcha. what with the vehicle, what can you do? with the vehicle is there like are you are you doing like stunt jumps in the environment like all the time or like what? you you can like so so far i'm not really sure what much purpose the car has aside from just getting you from point to point okay like, so that's it, yeah that's what i'm wondering about. It it's has, got guns on it right it's got guns and it's got okay. like a boost and everything but like there's been zero car combat so far. Oh, okay. So I can't even ask you about like, so what's like. When I, I, was, I was wondering what the main method of like engaging in the car combat was. So it's, when I played at PAX, there was a yeah. lot of car combat. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What, so I think what I'm just, was it like? Just shooting the tires or what? It, so they're shooting the tires. I mean, it definitely feels like an evolution of what if people played Mad Max from 2015. That's a lot of what you'll feel from from Rage Two. Yeah. Uh, now there are like so there's like the big convoys which I really liked in that game. They kind of return and you use different weapons to take them out. Um, and then different vehicles have different weak spots. Uh, but based on what Justin's saying, it sounds like they they kind of hold their you know hold it back a little bit to kind of introduce you to combat. It seems like it might be a later game feature. Yeah. Yeah, because right now it's basically just go to a place, clear out the bandits, bandits or mutants, and that's it. Um, but like I said, like I haven't even seen um, 
like the authority guys who are like the high tech enemies and stuff outside of that intro. Um, so you're kind of saying the mission. story are the story missions just like glorified side quests? Basically, um, okay. so far, like I've only done one other story mission. I mean, that's that's how Mad Max felt too. So yeah, like, and it was expect. just it was just go down into a sewer and kill all the mutants in the sewer, and like it was almost identical, like not in terms of level layout and stuff, but like in terms of length and difficulty and stuff. It was very similar to one that I just found in the open world, which was a um, giant mutant lair where I had to kill Lug the Nut. And, oh, God. <laughs> um, and uh, like those are actually cool though, because like it is a full like underground area that sure. you go into seamlessly. Like there, as far as I can tell, there's no loading in game. That's yeah. great. Um, and like the only performance hiccups I've seen have been like going from the open world into a town for like a split second, or like into like the mu- streaming. Yeah, into the mutant bash TV place from outside. I liked that. I liked the uh, little mi- the mini game in Rage One. What was it called? Something Mutant TV. Bash TV. It was, it was. Oh, it was the same. Okay. Yeah. So that's. It back. reminded me of like Smash TV. Yeah. So that's back. Um, very similar. It's the same to how thing. It, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. S- same okay. thing. Um, where you know, th- you get currency. F- again, that's another unique currency. Um, to where you get like token mutant bash tokens that you can spend. Uh, I mean, like store. I might even say mutant bash TV was my favorite part of all of Rage One. I think that's like the most memorable part. I yeah, think it like, had the it's, most it's personality. Pure combat, yeah, exactly. It has a lot of personality. There was the graphic, you know, the art design was really good when you're going through it and stuff like that. So, so Justin, I've got a quick question for you. When I when I played at PAX, uh, at one point my car broke and I was stuck walking through the jungle to get from point A to point B, and I noticed that like. Besides the uh, the occasional hum of cars going by, the the world around me in the jungle felt kind of flat. You didn't really have, uh, you know, you didn't really hear birds or animals in the bushes, and and you didn't really hear the wind in the trees. It felt like a pretty flat, static world. Uh, obviously, that was a pack demo, which is an older build. Does it feel a little bit more alive? Are there is there more wildlife in this game that you've seen yet, or not so much? No, <laughs> I haven't seen a single animal or anything. Like, really? The most like all I enemies see, are people. Every now and then, there's like a group of like three guys at the side of the road. That's it. I mean, um, weird. yeah. I mean, Mad Max had like no NPCs. They're, they're, you That's know, true, find, like, but like. I feel like canonically in like a desert world, like there was just having people make sense. But like when I was walking through the the wilderness, like it's a really lush forest, the the area I played or jungle uh, at PAX, and like there was like you know I don't know, it's just it, you expected to hear like some birds calling or something, and it's sure, so sure, I, I I'm interested that. to see if that comes through later. It just um, yeah, I, I'm it's not weird. I'm not at like that when you, I mean when you play a area. Far Cry game, like the amount of environmental audio is like ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, sure. and I. I also just played Days Gone, and like that has incredible environmental audio and stuff. Um, but yeah, there's not really much going on between the point designated points of interest. But like, like I said, again, the car moves so fast. Like, the game is just it. Sometimes it just feels like the game needs to slow down and take a breather because it's just like going at eleven, trying to throw as much stuff to do at you as possible and there's giant pop-ups people being wacky and silly and making jokes and like yeah, I, i'm kind of okay with this because i yeah. have gaming add when it comes to open world games like yeah, i no. need something i need something grabbing my attention 
literally all the time. Yeah, but like this game feels like it's a it's playing a four loco bender. Like <laughs> like it's just not stopping. Um and I'm not sure how I feel about the jokier tone compared to the first game cuz like the first game had some silly stuff in it. Um but like people kind of, you know, made fun of it for being How's self-serious. the soundtrack? Um, I haven't really taken note of the soundtrack yet. Okay, okay. Okay, like it's not, but it's 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 not um, it's not like the the heart pounding, doom soundtrack, no, right? No. Like we're not okay. Is it, it so? But I'm wondering, like, okay, so is obviously the first thing we ever heard of Rage Two is that Andrew WK song with like keyboards and singing. Like, is it like? party music kind of like that almost or was that just like a weird trailer thing that has I, nothing to do with what the- I have a feeling that'll probably come up at some that'll point that'll be like the that'll be the ending credits song I'm sure yeah or like there's gonna be like a big fight and then that starts playing or something yeah like a set piece film. yeah okay. but um so far like it's just been very standard like stuff to like electronic and like atmospheric stuff um, okay. The Mutant Bash so TV it... place that I did had some more unique music. Like, I think there's, like... Because I've only been to one of the Mutant Bash TV stations. I think each one has its own kind of theme. And the first okay. one was, like, a French boudoir kind of thing. So... Okay. So, like, there was very, like... Like, very, like, that kind of... Um, I'm blanking on the word. Uh... <laughs> milieu <laughs> no no um just kind of like uh moulin rouge-esque kind of okay now i get you yeah. like like sure. f- like feel um to it yeah um now but, I can picture it. but so far it hasn't really like soundtrack hasn't stood out um too much interesting um, i mean a good you know a good fast-paced fps needs a good soundtrack yeah to go with it. Really, one thing it really that really so, does one thing that is is entertaining um that i do think is successful with the jokes is some of the character names like every random npc has a name like even if you can't talk to them like you just point your cursor at them and their name comes up and there was one that was named like dick cocker spaniel <sighs> yeah i'm god. okay with that <laughs> god damn it okay I, it's no waggleton p tally liquor but it's it's yeah it's okay yeah so it's stuff like that like the game's trying very hard to be funny, and I don't know how successful it is most of the time. It's ve- that's very Bulletstorm. Like, yeah. yeah. Which is okay with me, because I, I enjoy Bulletstorm um, quite a lot. Yeah, I don't think it's as successful as, like, Bulletstorm yeah, or I'm Borderlands. Sure I'm, yeah, I'm not expecting yeah. it to, to match Bulletstorm <laughs> um, in, so, the ex- in the execution. So, Justin, I know we're going to have a full review from you once once the game is done. Um, and so far, it, it feels like you've kind of come away, um, not that the game is bad, but but a little bit disappointed. Is this falling a little bit below where you were kind of expecting it to land with you? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, I, I kind of, one of the things I liked the most about the first Rage was, you know, some of the level design and stuff. And a lot of that is missing uh, in Rage 2 so far. You're kind of just like it's just big wasteland, open desert. Yeah, it's just big open desert, and like then it's like, oh, you show up at this gas station. Goal is to destroy the fuel tanks, like, and there's like eight enemies around the gas station, um, and that right. sort of thing. There's not as many. Yeah, like, so it's like sandboxes for your powers. Yeah. yeah, like and like I said, the combat is very very fun, but um, and like another thing that I is kind of disappointing this might change the later upgrades but so far like the upgrades on your weapons aren't 
you know, as visual as they were in the first game, and that's something I always really like. I liked the more beat-up look of the weapons in the first game. In this, they're way more high-tech looking. Um, sure. So just, like, a few of the things I really liked from the first game are missing from this game. But, like, and, you know, like I mentioned, there are bugs issues. <laughs> Bug issues. There yeah. are, like, it's not much of a looker. Um, and the game doesn't really do too much with negative space. It's just, like, here is a million things to do. Go do them. But, like I said, the combat is excellent. And, like, I don't have... I only have a handful of the weapons and a handful of the suit powers. And I really am looking forward to seeing how that evolves over the course of the game. Because, like, that is the main attraction for this game. And so far, each thing I've gotten has, like, greatly expanded and changed how I play. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that um, play out over the course of the full game. I think that just about covers it. Um... But yeah, I will be um, breaking down my full experience with the game. I'm going to be pushing through the rest of it, and I will get that to you as soon as I can. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. As always, you can catch us uh, over on Twitter at OfficialSDGC. Otherwise, you can catch us on Twitch at twitchtv.officialSDGC. Uh, thanks so much, and have a great night.